You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Yo! C.H. the Greg. This is... It's the truth with proof. Uh, the truth with proof, the truth with proof. Oh, yeah, baby. Welcome to the Truth with Proof show. I am your host, your main man, proofing the play. Yes, we back, family. And I got a special, well, it's not a special guest. It's a, a, a big bro of mine, the one that's really mentoring me through this whole show process and how to make stories and how to do things in media a lot better than I did before. Uh, and he just got back from Tanzania, winning an Emmy. I mean, you know, the dream team is in full effect. Uh, but I want to give a big shout out because he's about to introduce something real great uh, that just came out from Converge. And uh, he just came back from vacation, uh, living, the, you know, the good life. Big O, how you feel? All right, proof. What's happening, man? I, I feel good. But let me let me check a few boxes right here. OK, let me, check, let me, let me get this boxes. camera. OK, let me get this camera. First of all, didn't come back from vacation. Let me tell you. You know, I've been talking about for, for two years since we've been on the Morning Update show and even longer than that. I grew up in an African media house. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I spent so much time over there in Africa uh, launching TV and radio stations and streaming platforms there in the Middle East. That was a statement, fam. We won an Emmy. I got on a plane and I went to Africa and I went to Tanzania. Motherland, hello. You know what I'm saying? I went to Tanzania and did, did a little thank you tour over there for all those people on the continent that have poured into me for my whole career. But I'm going back for a matter of fact, I'll put this out there. I'll put this cat out the bag right now. I'm taking all of y'all. We going like 25 deep Don't. Back, back over over there, over there to Tanzania later this year. And you already know we went 16 deep to Belize. So if I'm telling you we going 25 deep to Tanzania, word is bomb. Ooh, word is bond. I mean, I would be in Tanzania beaches out here doing my fuck fizzle. Come on, big O. I love that. Oh, man. So, you know, we're going to have to get active on the path. Who's one of these passport babies in there? Shaylon. Shaylon. <laughs> yeah. Shaylon, right. one of them. When we went to Belize, man, it was quite a few people who didn't have their uh, passports. So we got some time to work on it. But, you know, on, on the real... Um, you know, big shout out to to the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences right here in, in the Northwest for um, for awarding us the governor's award, the highest honor that, that they could they could actually give. And it was amazing. Uh, you know, you were in the house and I, so many people who are here right now in the studio was in the house. And oh, yeah, the dream team was there. Yeah, no, the dream team was there. And the, the photos look great and everything else. But I would just say this, Mr. Director, I would just say this is that we didn't come this far to only come this far. You know what I'm saying? We got awarded that Emmy on June 4th. Today's June 14th. Time to get your ass back to work. And when I say you, I mean all of us. You know what I'm saying? You damn we got right. a lot of we got a lot of work to do. That was recognition, recognition for past achievements. You know what I'm saying? So it's about getting things back to work here, pushing things to the next level. And what we want to do is continue to uplift our community. And that's what we're talking about today with the Soul Pole. Oh, definitely. Uh, I want to give pity back on that. I, I'm glad I'm part of a dream team, a team that I'm always learning. I'm constantly being challenged every day when I walk in the studio. It's not a day that goes by that I don't learn when I come in here. And so when I come in here, I'm always ready to learn and be a part of the team. That's what really struck me right now. Win or lose, we always a team. We're going to figure it out. So I really appreciate you, you know, always making sure we figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, this is what I'm saying. I mean, the other thing is what people should realize is it converge. 
This is a plat. We built this platform to uplift. If you look at the original mission statement that me and Eric Calligraphy wrote six years ago, it was never about us. Converge was a platform that was built to uplift content creators from across the Pacific Northwest. And we doing that. We see bird's eyes in the house right now. Bird's eyes over there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't know that bird's eye is, is a pro photographer. You know what I'm Come saying? On. But he, he be in the, not even a butt and he be in the hood and everywhere else taking photos. But guess what? Bird's eye was just over at T-Mobile Park. That's what we supposed to do. We converge. We're supposed to use. We supposed to use what we got to put everybody on. You see what I'm saying? And that's that's when it, that's when it goes. When it when, when a platform is not about us, about me, it's about us. You see what For I'm sure. saying? I mean, you know, I, I think that, you know, you always are preaching that. And I think it, it ex exudes through all of us that we're going to have to figure it out. You know what I mean? And we always going to work together. But I really want to talk about this premiere that we about to show right now. The Soul Pole. If anybody that doesn't know about the Soul Pole, this is a great chance for you to understand what it is. But I want him to introduce it because, you know, that's the big O. All right. So so first of all, I tell you a big shout out to Stephanie Johnson Tolliver, Black Heritage Society, Washington. Say, Salman, you want to get this wide here. So this is also this wall, our iconic interview wall is also thanks to Stephanie Johnson Tolliver, Black Heritage Society, Washington State. And so basically what happened is, is the Soul Pole right there on 23rd and Yesler, Douglas Troop Library, installed almost 50 years ago there, right? And it was, it was a carbon that was meant to represent Black people's journey in America. And over 50 years, it got deteriorated, worn down and everything else. And they thought that it was, it was a wrap. They thought that it was so beat up that it was a wrap. And so April of last year, we've been on this for over a year. April of last year, we were part of the call out to community. They were looking for the original artists. They were trying to figure out, you know, get more information on it because they needed to try to take it and send it to Artec, which is in Kent, and save it. Well, we've had our cameras rolling the whole time over the last 12 months. And this is a great story uh, right here because this is our story, our community, blackness, black history, everything else. It's the legacy of the Soul Pole. Um, the Soul Pole represents the advent of African-Americans history coming to America, starting from the bottom to the top. When they got us in the homeland, brought us to America to enslave us up to freedom which is the top piece so in conversations with my father um, we always talked about the pursuit of freedom for our people he was an activist trained all of his children in that form that formula of searching for freedom so a lot of our conversations could be directly linked to the history of the soul my father's when he came into activism, his goal has always been that of a teacher for his people, a, a lover of the black people, and all of his attitude was about our people and the need for freedom. I would say that the, the soul pole embodies his, his activism, you know, from the ground up. The Soul Pole was created over the summer of 1969 by six students, we believe, uh, as part of the Rotary Boys Club. 
Um, I believe five of them were from Garfield High School and lived in the Central District. Over the course of the next few years, uh, it ended up at the Yesler branch of the Seattle Public Library, the former name of the Douglas Truth Library, and was installed in 1973. And it's a great photo behind us here of that installation. We started recognizing its deterioration and wanted to spend the time and effort to ensure that we extended the life of this important artwork as long as we could. And we are thrilled to be working with Art Tech and Corinne Landreau, who's one of the top conservators in this area in the Pacific Northwest. And it's really come together through the collaboration with Black Heritage uh, Society as well. There's just been a lot of community outreach and education uh, trying to make sure people knew why we were taking it down and what our interests were, uh, making sure that we could preserve this piece of artwork for years to come. For me, when this project first came to light for me about the soul pole coming down and being deinstalled, and I'm like, no, not the soul pole, um, but reaching out to Seattle Public Library, hearing the intent and the story, and them wanting to preserve the integrity of the poll. That's everything that we do at BHS, is the preservation of um, our legacies, our stories, and definitely the soul poll that stood at 23rd and, and Yesler. So when we were on site doing our initial assessments before anything came down at all, we noticed a lot of rot and a lot of material coming away, especially at the, at the base of the pole. The mount is actually a really great design, allows for a lot of airflow, but it also meant that we could really see the way that the, the interior of the wood was deteriorating. And so once we got it down and into the warehouse, um, Corinne Landrew, the conservator who's working with us, she suggested going to resistography, which is a process that an arborist can do. And that tracks the, um, the density of the material at different points throughout the pole. And that report allowed us to see that in fact, the pole was stable internally, and we were gonna be able to put it back out vertically because that was, we knew that was, would be the most important thing. That, that's what success would look like. This is a fine line between conservation and restoration. And if a piece is to be put indoors, it just needs to be preserved and stabilized in its uh, current, current state. I mean, as long as it doesn't continue to deteriorate. And then, uh, but if it's gonna be outdoors, you really need to um, do sort of a more involved intervention uh, by uh, removing the rod and, and doing fills and such things so that um, it does not continue to deteriorate when exposed to the elements. So right here there was a, a crack that was, uh, you can still see, you know, signs of it, but it was pretty large here and there was a big loss. So after we removed the rot that was there and put some borax to address the the, the fungus, we put some fill that's uh, made of epoxy paste and after we've carved and shaped the fill, we in-painted it. And I left this one here so that I could uh, show you um, how I can try to match the existing color of the wood here. What happens is that um, 
The wood has wood preservative in it, and the wood preservative darkens the wood temporarily um, because it's oil-based. Uh, eventually, that will lighten up, and at that point, it might be needed to sort of do a little more touch-ups because the, by then the fills will look a little bit too dark. So this is made out of zinc, and zinc is a really great material to use because it actually acts as a biocide as well. So when the rain hits the zinc, little metal ions, you know, just kind of go down on the, on the wood, you know, with the rain, and, and, and they do act as, as biocides. It's ready to go. I know, and it's, I'm, I'm very happy about how it turned out. It's a fun partnership for us because it really allows us to do the component of our work that I think gets masked really frequently, which is how do these things get cared for? You see them all over the place, but you don't maybe see that there's this whole host of arts and culture workers who are here, some, many with master's degrees. They have, you know, decades of experience that are caring for these pieces in your community. And it allows us to do more education, to do more outreach and to really be um, have that be a visible part of the process and not just sort of this like hidden, like, oh, that's a thing you can do. It is a thing you can do. <laughs> when I look at the pole, I, I think about the history of it and the way we preserve it um, and tell the stories. But what does it really mean to what's happening now and to the future? And so uh, when I look at the pole, I want to be um, energized um, by what I see and the direction and dynamic of where um, the central area is headed and the evolution you know, of, of Black people um, in the Central District. Soul Pole represents uh, the tenacity and significance of the African-American footprint in the Central District. Uh, this is a, a beacon on this corner, and I'm so proud today to see it back and just, you know, kind of fighting back to tears, just a teensy here. He carved the top piece, the, the head, which represents uh, African-American awakening, our freedom, which many of us know we're still working on that to this day. It ties into some things that I'm doing as a creative myself. Uh, my dad was a wonderful creative artist, writer, painter, sculptor, of course. And I am in the process of taking some of his paintings and reproducing them in canvas. Uh, I already have some of them as backdrops for some of my poetry and poster form. So for me, it kind of brings some of my own work full circle. It is one way of reintroducing the community at large to him that uh, a lot of people even back in that day did not realize they knew him, Gregory X, the activist. They did not know Gregory X, the artist. So I am going to reintroduce them to Rakib Muid, the artist. May the memory of Rakib Muid forever be cherished. May his legacy live on and may his people finally find their fuel and full humanity. What a wonderful, wonderful story about history. I don't know what it is about history, but when you hear it, it gives me some sense of pride uh, to know that I've I seen history and I, I know it now. And then you can do better with history. 
I, I just for me, it just shows a lot of pride in who I am as a man, uh, as a black man in America. So uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, I just wanted you guys to make sure y'all y'all take heed to the soul pole is really significant in our Seattle history. Uh, so make sure y'all, you know, if y'all didn't see all of it, make sure, you know, you come to Converge and you can always see the Soul Pole. It's one of a, a fantastic story. I want to give a big shout out to Yakima. Big shout out to Yakima for tuning in right now. Uh, big shout out uh, to Marjan Bochamp, uh, a Yakima veteran uh, that's trying to bring his dreams of being in the NBA uh, to fruition. Uh, we are all cheering you on. That's a Washington product. We got to cheer everybody on. I always say support makes dreams come true. And it does. As long as you just click a share, make sure you're giving them words of encouragement. We all need it. Uh, you could be a part of living history. You know, we just seen history now, but you could be a part of this living history. But coming up next, Salman, we got Miss Bell coming in the building. She's going to talk about all the things she got going on in a major event June 18th. So, Salman, get me out of here so we can get her on here. What's going on, family? I got somebody in the building that's doing a lot of productive things in Federal Way. Uh, they have a great team, actually. And she has a lot of things going on. Uh, and I just want to dive in and talk to her and see what she got going on. Miss Carlicia Bell, how you doing, family? I'm doing fine. How are you? Man, I can't complain. As long as I'm in these bright lights, I feel like I'm shining, baby. Yes. So I wanted to know, first off, like, what do you do in Federal Way? Like, what is your are you an entrepreneur? What are the things that you have going on? So um, our organization is Phenomenal She. So we're a nonprofit organization. Our mission is to provide mentorship, encouragement and empowerment to young women of color by building confidence around education, social awareness and self-esteem. OK, so so more of the, uh, a women empowerment thing for young women uh, to see uh, inspiration. Yes, absolutely. We have different programming. Um, we service young women ages 12 to 24. Okay, ages 12 to 24. So, you know, those kid, those women that are kind of like in the limbo after high school, you can kind of get them back on track. Yes, we're starting them early with preparing, setting goals, um, and then following them through their post-secondary educational dreams or if it's the workforce, whatever those those goals are. And what made you get into that and start a nonprofit to help these these women out, these young women? Well, I mean, it's multiple reasons. I'm from Louisiana um, and coming to the Pacific Northwest. It's not a lot of representation here. Um, and so represent representation absolutely matters. Um, I had a I have a friend group. Um, we had a social club, the birthday club. And so we're all women of color from different walks of life, uh, different walks of life. And so we came together. We wanted to give back to the community. Um, we're blessed and we wanted to share that blessing with young women. Man, and that's such a, a blessing because I always say support makes dreams come true. And sometimes it's not just going to be in the immediate household. And sometimes we need inspiration to other places uh, to get us over that hump. And I just appreciate you for actually stepping up to the plate. First, it was a social club right at first. And then you stepped up the plate and said, you know what, we're going to actually help these young women. Absolutely. Uh, and that takes a lot of, uh, I think there's a lot of time that you have to do with that because it, time and patience, because everybody's not going to do it exactly the way you want it to, but you can actually encourage them for a different way. Uh, tell me about the patience you have to have uh, dealing with these teenagers. They think, I mean, for me personally, a lot of people think that, you know, 
these teams are just unreasonable at times. Talk about how uh, your patience and instilling some good patience in them as well as using your patience. Right. I think that the unique thing about our organization is that we're all women of color. Um, and so we have lived experiences. So we've been where they're where they're going and we've been there. And so we can relate. So I think having the patience is easy because we knew we look back. What were we like as teens? What were our friends like as teens? So yes. we can relate to them um, and we can have those conversations. Let them know, hey, we've been there. We can relate to you. Um, and, and it kind of just goes from there. And so so from there, right, you have these this organization. You're helping out a lot of these these women, young women in the South King County area. What made you decide to let's put on some events and really, you know, shed light on the community that we're, we're, we're helping? Well, I think I mean, like I said, representation matters, right? Yes, yes <laughs> that it is does. The, that is the biggest thing. Um, but I think um, more than more than anything, we want to show our young women. Yes, we're servicing you guys, but you also need to give back to your community. Um, so we started doing different things. Like we started with a book drive. We do a clothing drive every year. Um, and Juneteenth was something we started participating in others events. And so last year we decided, hey, let's bring it home. Let's focus on our community here. Show our girls what it's like. So they come out. They volunteer with us. We want to show them what serving their community is like. Because if your community is built, then you're going to do great. Yeah, it's always comes with the community, man. That community is your village. And uh, the way you take care of your community and village is how they're going to take care of you back. Right. And so for you to do that at a young age and for you to instill in those that you you have to give back to the community that gives back to you, uh, that says a whole lot. So to make sure y'all know, June 18th, she has a Juneteenth event. Uh, she's going to give you a lot more details. I want to know, like, you know, who's going to be there? Is anything, anybody I need? Because I'm going to be there. A little well, bit. yeah, you're going to be there. You're going to be covering it. Uh, on, you're going to be taking wonderful photos. Um, but we'll have about 20 um, Black-owned businesses and vendors there. Um, so we need you guys to come out and support your community. Um, we'll have a DJ. Um, we have a three-point shooting contest, a skills and drills contest. Um, so it's in collaboration with Game of Life and it's sponsored by uh, Virginian Mason Franciscan Health. That's a nice. So so where is this located? Because I know it's some people in Federal Way that might want to have somewhere to go on the, that Saturday on the Juneteenth weekend. Because first of all, let me tell y'all, it's Juneteenth weekend. You hear me now? I'm fit to celebrate. <laughs> I don't know about what none of y'all is doing right now. But everybody in this room, I know about to celebrate. And if you don't, I'm telling you, I'm coming after you. Okay? We need to celebrate our holidays. We need to make sure we're together enough to celebrate together. It's always good when we always together feel like a family reunion. Uh, so tell us where is this going to be on Saturday? Tell us the park and all of that good stuff in Federal Way it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be at Town Square Park. Um, and it's from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. So enough time for you guys to come swing through, hang out with us and then hit another event. And I, I really appreciate that. You, it's not uh, a very long event. You know, you, you're giving four to five hours to just uh, make sure everybody goes to other events, because right now I, I think that we have a lot of events going yes, on. Absolutely. Uh, but anybody that has events going on, they can always tell me what's going on so I can put it on the show so more people can be aware of what you got going on. I just want you guys to understand that the more we know uh, information, the more we know where we're supposed to be at, it, you know, 
almost, you know, your, your, your responsibility to make sure you're there to support. Because I said again, support makes dream come true. Now, where's the park at? Uh, Town Square Park in Federal Way. Um, I don't know the physical address. I uh, know you um, don't need but, Town Square Park, right? Yes, in Federal Town Way. Town Square Park, Federal Way. You can Google it. Don't act like y'all need the address because you know Google works, okay? The Google Maps works quite fine. But Square Town Park, we're going to have three-point contests, skills and drills. We're going to have young ladies out there volunteering and supporting uh, Black-owned businesses that's going to be out there. It's going to be over 20 vendors out there. Yes. What do you want the community to know about, you know, what you guys got going on in this event? Um, Just so, look right there in that camera right there and tell them what's going on and tell them about why you putting on this event. Yeah. So it's just to celebrate Juneteenth. We want to uh, shed light to the history. You talked about history. Um, it's good to know our history and we want to share that with everyone in the community. Um, so that's what our Juneteenth event is about. Um, as far as Phenomenal She, um, you know, we're just about uplifting, mentoring, um, making sure that our girls are reaching their fullest potential. Um, and so if you guys are interested in mentoring, we're always looking for mentors. Um, so check out our website at uh, www.phenomenalshe.org. Um, and you can also find more information about the event there. Man, I really, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, anybody that's doing something for our future, which is the children, because they are our future. We get older and they're going to take over. And for you to mentor them and ask for more mentors and try to make sure we uplifting these young women so they can be all they can be. I truly, truly appreciate it. I really appreciate you coming on the Truth for Proof show. Thanks for having me. Oh man, anytime, anytime. Listen, coming up next is a real good friend of mine. Listen, I met him at Seattle Central and he was <laughs> pop locking and dropping it, okay? Now he's an entrepreneur Negro, and we're going to see all the things that he got coming up as soon as we go on this break. Salmon, get me out of here. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday, And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Faith. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. What's going on, family? It's the Truth for Proof. I am your host, your main man, Proofing the Play. If y'all didn't see that, the Real Seattle Mixer is coming up June 21st. Just making sure y'all know that. Base of the Queen uh, is putting that on. Make sure y'all tune in. If y'all ain't already registered, make sure you register. Now, coming right now to this show, a real good friend of mine, man. I've seen him grow and, and really be an entrepreneur in the things that he wanted to do, man. And I just, he's a big inspiration for me, first and foremost, because he, he showed me that things is possible if you work hard at it. And then second, you know, he just always got this smile on his face. His energy is infectious. Uh, you know what I mean? And uh, I think you guys need to, you know, get to know him a little better, man. Fidget. How you doing, family? What's going on, man? How you doing? I, I mean, I'm I'm feeling good. You know what I mean? These lights is bright, but it's all right. Hey, it's all gravy, man. Yeah, man. It's uh 
I'm glad I could come through short notice. You know, that's that's when you know it's real. You know what I'm saying? You call me at the drop of a dime. I'm here, man. You, you know? feel me? I know I got good family around me. You know what I mean? When a drop of a dime. You know, this media thing is kind of crazy at times. It's always a learning experience. It's also a good sign, too, when you can always tell a real one when, when you don't see each other for a while. But when you do, you just pick up right where you left off. For real. You know what I mean? For real. It's I crazy. Seen, I, seen, I seen you this, uh, what was it, last last weekend at On The Block, Capitol yes, Hill. Yes, On The Block. We I, was out there. Yeah, yeah. I had my booth. Shout out to FRockClothing.com. And uh, we was doing our thing out there. And you told me about what you had going on. And we, we said we was going to make it happen. But who knew it was going to be this soon? Not that fast, yeah, man. I thought yeah. I had a couple weeks or something. Yeah, you know, nah. Add on. But nah. I, I just appreciate you being a real one. And understanding that we both are trying to strive for our greatness. You it's know what I mean? good, man. Yeah, so what you been going, man, what's what's been popping with you, bro? Man, I just uh just been staying busy. So um, you know, I, after the, the whole Seattle Central thing around the time that we met, yeah. I moved to Atlanta. I yes. was in Atlanta for 10 years, uh, on a recording studio there. I went there primarily for music, you know. And um, and then um I just got back to Seattle about five years ago. But um, what I'm doing in Seattle, I'm still doing my music, but I also am heavy into streetwear. I have a, a screen print shop as well as my clothing line, f Clothing. And we've been in the game for over 15 years now. Time flies when you're having fun. You know, you ain't lied about yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and how do you keep that upbeat energy about yourself and always keep that smile genuine? You know, man, you know, it's uh, it's it's something that uh, that you you got to you got to want you got to want to be happy. You know what I'm saying on some real stuff. I I I meditate. I do my little affirmations. I I'm not no guru, but I'm always looking for I'm always looking for um whatever the good life is supposed to be. And you got to know it's more than money. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, my good life ain't ain't always abundance of money. Yeah, even if you're not even if you're not happy, man, you put that smile on your face, and it actually sends sends the right the right juice to your whole body to to heal. All type of stuff, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Put a smile on. Put a smile on always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Even so gangsters got a smile now. I mean, you right about that. They <laughs> laugh at something. You know what I mean? I, you know, when I met you, you was, you know, a B-boy rapper. Yeah. You still got bars? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I just did a show yesterday. High Dive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. just wanted to know because I ain't seen good. you on the mic really spitting nothing heavy. You know. On the truth and proof show, I'm I'm planning on having proof in the bars. You know, if you can want to come back here and spit something. Oh, it can be arranged. Okay. It See, can be arranged. Matter of fact, but while, while 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 we in plug mode, I am performing um this this Sunday, Juneteenth, uh 2 p.m. Festival Sinjiata, uh Mural Amphitheater Stage, Seattle Center. So come on yeah, now. There you go. We uh, got we got we got a lot of things happening. That's this Sunday, right? Yes, correct. Festival Sunjata is uh this Sunday, Sunja if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. Yep, yep, yes, yep. So, if you guys want to listen to it, you know, he performs, you know, and he does all the Chris Brown. Well, he he's going to do it better than Chris Brown because his popping is something spectacular. But he's going to be performing uh, there right there, you you know, right by the Space Needle. You guys make sure you all check it out. Festival Sunjata is going to be lit as well as Africa Town. They're going to be lit in Jimi Hendrix Park. We got a lot of so things much going to on. Do. It's so much to do. If you sitting in the house this weekend, I'm telling you right now, if you sitting in the house this weekend. On Juneteenth, I have an issue with you. It's too many events, too many positive things going on. We need to celebrate every victory, every celebrate. Every, we need to celebrate every holiday. Damn it, every time we walk forward in a positive manner, we need to celebrate that. 
every little small victory means something because uh, we ain't going to win the war sometimes, you know, unless we win some of these battles. So make sure you win the battle by celebrating our history. Uh, but I really want to talk about this clothing line because I bought a couple skull caps, but I ain't got no hoodie yet because you know I'm a hoodie dude. Uh, okay, so what really got you into streetwear? Like saying, okay, I'm this is what I'm gonna do is I'm I'm gonna put out some streetwear. So two things, man. Like, um, I always try to make money off of stuff that I'm genuinely into. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. because. If you're going to be working hard for something, you might as well do something that don't feel like work, especially if you're going to be doing it all the time. Right. True. You know what I'm saying? So I've always I've always been into um, to close like and never really had a lot of money to spend on it. So I was always real creative. I customized my own stuff. And and that's just the B-boy way. Like we would do shows. Me, shout out to Fraggle Rock crew, my, my crew. Big shout out to yeah, Fraggle Rock. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's legendary yeah, yeah. right there. Fraggle yeah, Rock. Yeah. If y'all don't know about Fraggle <laughs> Rock, obviously you under rock. I'm just yeah, letting you that. know that now. Yeah, so so it evolved from Fraggle Rock crew to F-Rock clothing. We would always have dope-ass custom stuff on at our shows. And people would be like, yo, where'd you get that from? So we started making merch, selling it at the shows. And then it just kind of just, you know, moved into its own lane. So, you know, right now it's just like we're, we're repping for hip hop, for streetwear, for Seattle. And as opposed to like um, just making clothes and making money, we just put the money back into what we're doing. And we decided to just buy equipment little by little. So now it's a print shop, Efrat Printing, and it's also the clothing line. So it's like one hand washes the other and we're in a position to actually help other people out with their dreams as well. Like if you... Like, I see you got your merch game popping, but you know, the next ones, they got to be done by me. Okay. Well, you, you know, know I'm, I, I'm all for bringing it right. You know, I like my money circulating with my people. Yeah. Okay. So I will be hollering at you. I got a little design I need to do. So I'm going to holler at you after yeah. the show so we can get that. And no, I'm not asking for no discount or no deal. I just want to know what I have to spend so I can get it right. Because Shay already been on me about getting some merch. So I got to make sure I'm right. The funny thing is, like, so I really look up to, like from music and just entrepreneurship, you know, I look up to like Pharrell, Jay-Z, a lot of these cats, they, they got their clothing thing going on and they're musicians. And so I'm like, cool. I, I, okay. I see that it's obtainable to do more than one thing and do it at a high level. What I didn't think about at the time was the fact that they already had their brand all the way up here. So you put your name on anything, you're going to sell it. Yes. Right. Me, I didn't go to fashion school, nothing like that. So 10, 15 years is all my training, learning on the spot. And it's crazy because people might not even recognize that it has anything to do with the music or it's the same person, but the clothing is actually helping the music out now as opposed to me being some big, big rap artist and just putting my name on something and selling it. So everything feels more authentic to me at this point. And I couldn't have planned it any better, you know? Man, you know, one thing about, you know, if we don't go to fashion school or not, we know how to put some stuff together. You hear me? It's just something about us in our hip hop ways. I am hip hop. You know what I mean? It's everything about how I walk out, my swag when I walk out the door, when I walk in the door, it's all hip hop. You know what I mean? I just, cause I grew up and that's, that's my era is just growing up in hip hop when it wasn't fashionable uh, and it wasn't the thing to do. Now I'm so proud to be a hip hop head, like, I'm so proud. Yeah. Like I just listened to watch the NBA finals. I heard DMX, Messy Marv. I was here blow the whistle on the thing and it was different because I'd never seen that before. 
you know, uh, when we was watching sports in that matter, it was never no hip hop on there. It was that was ours. But now talk about how you like the evolution of hip hop, like how it's grown to now it's a mega like pop. It's, it's up there with pop music. Nah, for sure. It's 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 crazy, man. Um, I mean, I think the big thing is this is that like us as minorities, sometimes we may even take for granted the things that we've created or the things that we just do naturally or the things that we're naturally good at. But to somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Like they're 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 peeping out the style, they want to buy into what you are already brought up in. You know what I'm saying? Like you were brought up in culture and and other people want to buy into our culture. And, you know, it's cool with me if you want to buy a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I feel like just musically, everything, when I think of hip-hop culture, you know, any culture has their style of music, their style of fashion, their, their language, right? Yes. We got all that, and it's a package deal. You know what I'm saying? For like sure. You can, you can tell what type of music somebody listens to by the way they dress. Feel me? It's, it's, so, it's almost a guarantee. It's almost a guarantee. I mean, you could listen to more than one thing, but I could tell what you listen to the most by the way you dress. You yeah, know? that's a fact. So, so it's 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 cool how one hand washes the other, and and um, as time has progressed, it's like people are starting to see our value more uh, as entrepreneurs, as you know, what I'm saying, just being being a minority and being an entrepreneur. I feel like even as a b boy, like I'll, I'll I'll say this, like you know just stuff I done behind the scenes, like background dancing for different people, we would get paid less than the choreographer, you know, the people doing yes. the choreography because because they undervalue the fact that breakdancing, b-boying came from the streets. You know what I'm saying? So they're yes. going to give you that. They, they feel like you're supposed to get a discount. But let me tell y'all, breakdancing is about to be the, in the Olympics, this next Olympics. Uh, it's a now. It is now. In a, we, hip hop is now an Olympic sport. Hip hop is an Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah, you hear yeah, that yeah. now? I and, mean, I don't know if y'all knew that, but yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I just, I'm glad he yeah, said it because he's a yeah. big boy. So, but that, but that just lets you know how far we come, and and, and and the fact that you know big companies are getting behind it, and and it, 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 people, certain people are always gonna hate on the fact that it's like, oh, it's popcorn now because you got a big company behind it. But if you got a message that you're trying to spread and you can only get it out to a certain amount of people because you got this little bit of bread. It's a great thing. Money magnifies good and evil. So it's a great thing if you got, if you're doing something good. So I'm excited for the future of hip hop and just everything we got going on culturally. Man, I, man, I appreciate you just stopping by and giving some of that brief history. You know, we can talk all day. I know, but well, we can't though. We, I we know can't. you gotta kick me off, but let me say one thing. Yeah, make sure you give your plugs out though. Frockclothing.com, okay? bboyfidget.com. If y'all need some shirts printed, y'all trying to get your own line together, call me, hit me up, frockprinting.com. I'm accessible on all social media, no funny spelling, bboyfidget. That's B-B-O-Y-F-I-D-G-E-T for the illiterate. Definitely get at me, and I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate it. The way you just said fidget with the joint, I knew you was a b-boy when you just did that right there. I knew it was, man. So I really appreciate you coming on the yeah. show for real. And we got to come on. You got to come on and spit some bars or give you a little break dance. And we can set this up so you can break dance for us. You can bring your crew. You hey. know, I'm always with it. I, I'm, I'm down for the whole experience, bro. Oh, man, we about to make it happen. You Listen. Know. Oh, I, I, you know, you know, proof will let you know now. Listen, Salman, I want to give a big shout out to Juneteenth. Uh, event. It was a Juneteenth family reunion event at Rainier Vista 
Boys and Girls Club. It was a great event. It was some words of encouragement. They were actually, you know, giving us a big congratulations for the Emmy. Uh, but it was the words of wisdom from Delbert Richardson that really, really got me motivated to know that I got so much more work to go. Uh, so with that being said, man, Salmar, play that clip of my vlog from this weekend. Decided today uh, that I was going to give you guys a blog about what I do on a regular weekend day of all of these events uh, that all of these great people are doing. Uh, so stay tuned. First event coming up. Never seen an Emmy winner before. I never seen the guy with an Emmy, man. Yeah, they're coming to watch you now. Picture? Yeah. Got the bad picture in Seattle, right here. Yes, sir. I see that picture everywhere, too. I really want to congratulate you guys on the K through 5, okay? Because yeah. that means we're moving on up, moving <laughs> on up, okay? And we're going to give these kids exactly what they need some pride in themselves yeah. and then some know how to know that they can do it because somebody else can look at them. Yeah. Man, I want to tell you, I want to give a big shout out to Delbert Richardson. 
uh, and everybody that was there at the, you know, the Juneteenth family reunion, I just wanted to thank Delbert because every time he sees me, he gives me something to keep going. Like all of us can say we self-motivated, but we need our elders. And sometimes the elders give us the right words right at the right time. Most of us don't need lectures all the time. Sometimes we do. But really, we just need some encouraging words to keep going because there's so much more potential of our greatness. Uh, and as long as, you know, we got elders like Delwood Richardson giving me some good game, you hear me? I know I can keep going. And I got so much more to go. But like he told me, I have to breathe and actually reflect and be proud of what I've accomplished so far. But no, I got so much more to go. Now, I want to tell y'all, this is a special guest. Um, for me, he's somebody um, that is the inspiration in the, in the photography world. Um, he's somebody that, for some reason, you know, we don't talk a lot, but it's always eye contact and we know we together. You know I mean? Um, we share a real big passion in photography, um, but it's just always good to be a part of a team and somebody that wants to be a part of the team. Now, let me give you a quick story. I've known him longer than what this story represents, uh, but I was nervous my first show and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I needed pictures, didn't need pictures. All I know is I needed somebody here to kind of capture some of the moments because I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if it's going to be my last one. And uh, I called a lot of people, photographers, you know, they were busy or had other stuff going on. I wanted a tremendous amount of money. So I called Q, you know, I call bird's eye. Sometimes I just call them just to give them some encouragement to say, I see your shot. I love it. You know what I mean? This time I kind of like was asking them to be a part of the Truth With Proof show. And I didn't know how to approach them with that. And uh, I asked him, he was like, what you mean, man? <laughs> what time you need me there? I'm going to be there, man. Don't you worry about it. Oh, so you you really go start a show is what you said. You really go, like, somebody going to produce it, though? That's a fact. Uh, and a fact. Uh, when he said, yo, I'm going to be here, and he ain't stopped being here. He stayed right here with us. He's part of my team. He, he's grown so much in these last two, three months, man. I think your shots is improving shot by shot. Um, and it was your birthday, so happy birthday. Hey, man, Appreciate welcome it, to the man. show. Truth for Proof cameraman, bird's eye view. How you feel, family? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be here, man. man always, always good, good to be here. Yeah, man, it is always good to be here. It's a, a big inspiration, man. I, I First, sure. I want to thank you for just, you know, saying, yeah, I come to the show. But then, you know, being a part of the team, I really appreciate that because you didn't have to. You know what I mean? Man, I want to thank you. I want to thank Converge. I want to thank Oh man. Shout out to you guys for real. Shout out to E. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you guys is a real inspiration. And I've just been addicted to coming here ever since. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ever man, since it's been, it's, it's addicting, you know? And um, I ended up having one of the best birthday presents I ever had. I ended up at T-Mobile Field. One Come on, man. Hell, I'm right here watching uh, Julio <laughs> step up to bat. I was wondering what But then you had on. all your equipment, which you were shooting, baby. Right, right. Come on, right. man. What a birthday sure. present to be at T-Mobile Park, being an access to the media, Amazing access to gift. really get some good shots. Right. Amazing gift. I mean, For you sure. know, I, I, I want to I tell you that, man, you never stop. 
No. You kept going. Even sometimes you had to, you know, think trials and tribulations happen. Maybe you don't have the things that you need, but you never stop. Right. And I want to appreciate that. You know what I mean? We I come from you. the same neighborhood. You know what I mean? That's when right. I seen a camera in your hand, I never discouraged you. I was always like, yo, man, what shot you about to shoot? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because it was like a me. big inspiration for me. Right. Yeah. You be so, everywhere. Yeah, I do. Be, I, I be trying to be <laughs> you everywhere. You be everywhere. But your needs are a little better than mine at this point. Okay. <laughs> so we're going we gonna to do this together. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Um, what really got you into photography, man? I never asked you that question. Man, what got me into it, it's, it's kind of a long story. It's just like I was I was doing some things that um, probably society wouldn't approve on, you know what I'm saying? And I had to figure out something else to be a, a better outlet for me, something to be positive. And I had a whole bunch of homies that was like rapping and doing all that type of stuff and stuff like that. So I was like, man, this, this stuff got to be captured. This is legendary. Yes. Because, like, we don't get to see, like, the old school days. Like, we don't got footage of when Sir Mix-a-Lot made it or, you know what I'm saying, stuff yes. like that. So I'm like, cats got to have this stuff captured. Even even just in the neighborhood, it got to be captured because yes. it, it, it was getting gentrified as I was getting older. So I'm right. like, man, we got to capture some color out here because it's, it's getting wild out here. How are we going to know? What we it come from like? Mecca. How are we going to show, the, show the, the future, what it, what it looks like? Pictures freeze moments, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like frozen moments is everything, especially for us, you know? We Definitely, man. Frozen moment, man. I, I can tell. Look at, look at these pictures back here. Man, I'm talking about capturing moments, man. The show box back in, the, you know, back in those days to see how it is now. Uh, I think capturing moments is always a good thing for me. I, you know what I call it? I call it fishing for me. You know, uh, photography is fishing for me. I'm always fishing for a good shot. And as long as I can get a good shot, I'd be okay. Sometimes I just, you know, I could take a thousand shots just to get one good shot, and I'd be okay with that. No and matter think, the size of the fish, either. Yeah, no matter the it size of the little fish. Tadpole, that little tadpole fish, it still might mean something. It know? might mean something. It always has know. a story to tell, you know? Right. And uh, I, I, truly, man, I, I think that you've been a blessing in disguise just because of your cool demeanor. Sometimes, like, but you and Salman, like y'all got some cool approaches to things, but you always stand tall. And me, I'm a little silly. And Shout out to Sal out. too, man. Sal, Shout out to you, Sal he sure. always giving us some pointers. He's, they he always, he always, always. Gives us right. You He's a guru saying? for sure. He's a guru for sure. Yeah, you know for sure. What you know, doing. he got some things really packing in, but like, Shay, shout out to Shay. Shay be getting my it's our sound. I, I sound like Barry White. Sound, visuals, everything. Yes, you know? uh, I, I I just think that you know uh, you coming in and 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 trusting me that I was going. I have my your best interest at heart. That just means something to me. And then you just showing me, hey man, I'm gonna have this done right here, and, I, and always having it done is something that. Is price you, you brought me into the, the black CNN. This is better than CNN. You know what I'm saying? You brought me in here. I was like, whoa, this is right here. You know what I'm saying? Right in the middle of the city. You know yes. what I'm saying? Some greatness happening in here. I I had to be a part of it. And I and I cast out on connections at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Cast out. I meet, met people in here that had me put me straight to work. You know what I'm saying? I was surprised. I'm like, they're like, oh, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I thought, you know, I didn't, I didn't expect people to be asking me to do yeah, stuff. Yeah, but man, that's here. the mark of your greatness, man. And I seen greatness in you. Right. And I didn't know what it was going to come about. I just knew you was great at what you did. Appreciate it. I was never no hater. You, you know brilliant. I mean? You brilliant too, man. 
Yeah, well, you know, I've been trying, you know, as long as I be, have brilliance and greatness around me, I see I got a lot of greatness around me. I, get, I, I have no other choice but try my best to be great. Right. And, uh, you know, you always had these words of, you know, being the GOAT, you know what I mean? That's the greatest of all time and your, your own self, you know what I mean? I think most people get that conflicted when you put that GOAT in there. Sometimes they want to have a debate on who's the greatest of all time. Right. And nah, you the greatest of all time. You should be looking in the mirror like that. I really, I really appreciate that. That's part. what I don't like about the GOAT thing too. Like it's more than one great, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing something and you're and you making it out of, making it from the ground or making it from the soil, and you make plants out of it, you know what I'm saying? You're great. You know For what I'm real, saying? That's man. what we got. We got to stop comparing stuff. There ain't no top five. Ain't no nothing. We all great. You know what I'm saying? And we got we got we got greatness in us, all That's in right. us. And I, I I will say when you when you when you when you say that about greatness, man. It made me feel good to know that people are striving for it, because there's a lot of people sitting on their behind, right? You know, and everybody around here going after it. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And then when you see everybody going after it, you know, if you, yeah, you gonna have to get off the bus if you're going to be with us. You know what I mean? You have to either get with it or get off the bus. We'll right. still encourage you on the way there. But, you know, we, just, we, we got work to do and we know what we do. We striving for. We we really uplifting uh, our stories. And uh, you're a big part of that. And uh, I can't thank you enough, man. Uh, just I thank you too. Man. Yeah, the, the, the trust sure. in me and just for us to always be shooting. Like every time we see each other, it's always eye contact. We always make eye contact. Now, on, now, I, now it's like now I, I gotta make have a picture first because we gotta capture the moments. Right. And uh, we got like two classic pictures, I think, especially with me, you, and E. Yeah. Uh, that was like the first picture we took, and uh, just all of us being content y'all made me get in pictures y'all no nah, you gotta get a picture you always say that no nah, no nah, you gotta get a picture you gotta get a picture. i'm like ah oh, man. yeah man i just yeah, wanted us go. to make sure they knew who the shooters was you know right. what i mean right uh so man i appreciate you being on the show but being a part of uh the truth with proof show and being part of converge as a as a whole man right. I, I think it's been a blessing man and i, I think we got, we got some more work to do you For know, sure. you got some more shots to take. You know, he going to sure. be at we the Mariners done. game again. Don't trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you again, bro. And now. Thank you. Salman, with this being said, I want to give a big shout out to Miss Bell that came in and told us about her Juneteenth event this Saturday, which I will be at. If you want a picture, holler at me or birds. I'm birds. I might be in the building. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. <laughs> big shout out to Fidget. Just Efrock clothing, everything that he has going on, that smile is affectious. You know, you you can't you can't buy a smile. And the way he told you about how he goes about uh life, uh, you might want to add on some of those things. You know what I mean? Uh big shout out to Big O. He came from Tanzania, giving a big, you know, appreciation tour uh to the people that actually helped him. And I can't wait for one day me to you know, tell everybody and, and thank everybody for their appreciation for me because I got a lot more to go and I ain't stopping. I can't stop. I won't stop like Diddy out here in these streets. Um, but tune in next Tuesday, uh, 8.30, like clockwork is the truth with proof. I'm going to end y'all with this like I always do. We all we need, but God, we all we need, but that's all we need. Is that all we need? That's all we want. It's us to be together. So 
That being said, man, it's your main man, proving the play. This is the truth with proof. Sama, get me out of here, man. Uh, the truth with proof, the truth with proof. If you nice with the sports, then he's swooping through. He gonna highlight you, and nobody live like you. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.